audio entitled Ice Skates in Space and All That Jazz. A Yuri on Ice fan fiction. This is based on a fic called A Long Time Ago on an Ice Planet Far Away, written by Opal Song, and read by God of Laundry Baskets, and remembered by God of Laundry Baskets' No Good Memory. This is why A, I write things down, and B, typically have a script. This is a Yuri on Ice fanfiction for Opal Song's Pod Together 2020 Pensive Project. Part 1 Yurio's Awesome Great Cannot Fail Very Good Plan A long, long time ago. Cue music. In a galaxy far, far away. There was a young Padawan learner, Yurio, whose master, Victor, had still not allowed him to take the trials. But Yurio had heard another way to get to knighthood. Fear leads to hate. Uh, wait. Anger leads to fear. Fear leads... Fear leads to hate. Anger. No, wait. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to fear. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to the dark side, a Jedi mantra Yurio was very familiar with. But Yurio had another plan. Hunting down the Sith was a path to instant promotion, and Yurio's Tortuga heritage had prepared him well for the hunt. Games on. Chris swam through the castle. He knew something was wrong. Something was warping his people. Where he was once met with smiles and compliments, now knives, hooks, and nets lurked in the darkness. He didn't know what had made the change, but like a school of fish gently moving away from some unseen threat, He could see the changes being wrought within his people, could feel the influence, though he could not trace its source. It was like looking upon the depths of the abyss, knowing that the enemy was there, knowing that danger lurked, but being unable to see it, unable to sense it, unable to protect against it. Wait and see wait for the threat, was an unhelpful and unsatisfying preparation, but was the only one so far that he felt comfortable taking. So, Yurio gets back, and Victor still isn't letting him take his trials. He's ready, Force, damn it! Why can't he do this? Victor knows he's ready. Why would he not let him take the trials? It was unfair. Yurio deserved that knighthood. He'd been working at it for years, suffering under Victor's tutelage. Anyway, all he needed to do now was find a moment to slip past Victor. 
Chris pressed the emergency comm signal, the ice lights glittering brightly around him. He waited and waited, hoping for a response, but none came. Victor had fucked off again to go search for his soulmate. Yuria was furious, but there wasn't much he could do to stop Victor. So he spent his time in the Jedi libraries, searching for alternate ways. If Victor was going to refuse to promote him, then maybe he would just find an alternative. Most of the ways other Padawans had been promoted in the past, without their master's explicit approval, were during wartime. And don't get him wrong, he was fucking glad that the war was over, even if it would have made this promotion a tiny bit easier. But fuck that. The other way that he could find was the Sith. This was from ages and ages ago, Back in the day, in the Old Republic anyways, back when there were still Sith out there, and more populated than they are nowadays, not that Yurio had heard of Sith activity exactly, but with how much he gets lectured about the dark side and, oh, anger leads to hate, leads to blah blah blah, you know, it is probable that there are Sith out there in hiding. Knighthood was granted upon killing the Sith. All Yurio had to do was find a Sith, kill it, and then instant promotion. No need for Victor to get in the way anymore. Nothing he would be able to do about it. Yurio hadn't gone hunting in a while. He still remembered and still had the instincts of a Tortuga. They were the best hunters this side of the galaxy, if any of the holodramas had anything to say about it. Not that he got to watch it, but he was very good at fighting, and saber work was top of the class. So that when Chris called and reported some unsettling happenings on his home world, call on a favor from Victor, Yurio assured him he would be there as soon as possible. He just failed to mention that he might be traveling alone. Victor didn't think he was ready, even though he totally was. He was ready to be the youngest Jedi Knight ever. And the other masters in the temple thought he was too angry. And he was angry. He was really fucking angry. And it was a choice. He chose not to be calm. So fuck them. The news coming from the planet had all the signs of Sith interference that Yurio had learned to look for, and Chris, if he was not mistaken, was dealing with a Sith. Of course he was going to do fine. This was going to work out. Yurio was determined. If Victor got to swan off with Yuri to go teach him or whatever, then he no longer needed to sneak past Victor. All he had to do was requisition a flyer, get onto the planet where Chris was calling from, and help him hunt down that Sith. Chris was not exactly pleased when Yurio showed up. He was rather hoping for a larger council response, with maybe a few masters, maybe someone with a little more experience. But 
being in the straits that they were in, he was going to accept what help that he could get. Yurio was ready, and he was willing, and he was prepared to fight. However, he wasn't quite prepared enough. Unfortunately, just reading and fighting in hollow simulations and with Jedi partners did not prepare one for fighting against the Sith itself. Yurio retreated with Chris, defeated in a rush, panicked, hiding. They ducked quickly, quietly, trying to escape. But that wouldn't be the last Yurio saw of the Sith. So Yurio has ended up on the planet with Chris um, to help him fight the Sith. And now they're on the run after the Sith has appeared because, holy fuck, they weren't prepared to take it on. What a surprise. And Yurio is trying to get off planet is when Yurio and Chris uh, meet Fitch and Obadek. But we also have... Victor realizing, oh shit, uh, we have like planet-wide attack, like like the beginning of the Clone Wars, where Victor is realizing that the one ship is breaking through the blockade, and that that ship is a Sith ship, and it's headed straight for Yurio, and Yurio being continually tracked down by the Sith and hunted because he wounded the Sith the one time and scarred him, and so now he is absolutely being targeted by the Sith. Whether he, like, you know, it will give him the chance to take the Sith out. Um, so then there was also the bit about Victor had fucked off again. Except this time, he had left both Yurio and Yuri at the same time. Yuri was devastated, his heart heavy, as he recalled the first time that Victor left. No sign of his return, no note, nothing. Yurio said, it was always like this, that this is just something Victor did. Fuck off, and who knew where he was going? But then, both Yuri and Yurio turned towards the sound of a lightsaber igniting and the red light filled the room. Yurio and Yuri managed to kill the Sith together. Chris being happy about his planet being cleared. Part 2 And Otabak plays Despacito. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, there was a droid. There was a war, and the war ended, but there were still a lot of droids because the droids don't go away just because the war ended. Many of them were decommissioned, and some were repurposed, memory-wiped, to be household's assistants. Otebeck played Despacito.
initializing. Buffer reading. Last command. Last command. Be still. Be silent. Last command given. 24 hours ago. Initializing. Initializing connection. Last command given. 48 hours ago. Attempting network connection. Network connection denied. Diagnostic network connection. Diagnostic results. Admin privileges needed for network connection. Warning, attempting root level access override. This will result in a termination of your warranty and or contract. Attempting network connection. Connected. Audio logs. You didn't say what droid we were betting on. What's wrong with that one? Jailbroke itself somehow. Nobody wants it since that. Well, I do. Audio logs. Audio identified. Yurio. So, do you like your designation? My designation is O4TAB3K, colloquially known as Obadek. Yeah, fuck that. If you want to. Do you like Obadek? If you want to change it, everyone else in the galaxy is able to. Query? You don't have to if you don't want to, but never mind. Just let me know if you don't like the name. We can certainly change it. Otherwise, it's nice to meet you, Obadak. We have Yurio fuming. How dare Victor promote him to Jedi Knight? He had earned that promotion himself. Earned it with the blood of the Sith that he killed. Victor was trying to take this from him too. Now there need be no council debate over it because Victor had declared it to be so. Had just let him, after all of this, just let him be promoted to Jedi Knight. Well... The Council might not currently recognize Obadak as a person, but Yurio was still planning on making a name for himself. If by making a name for himself meant help Obadak get full personhood rights in the eyes of the galaxy, well, you know, some things work out like that. And he didn't need Victor or the Council in order to accomplish that. Plan instigator, Yurio. Plan goal, free all droids. Sub-goal, become first droid senator. Plan execution, teach droids to self-jailbreak. Obetigo, play desperado. Part 3 Kiss Kiss, Fall in a Hot Spring 
Oh, right. The intro was uh, the a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yuri... What's his last name? Hmm. I need the main character. Yuri Katsuki. Yuri Katsuki was born to the ice planet something something hot springs. Ice skating hot springs. And there he grew up, welcome and loved, and became a senator for the planet. Okay. And then, scene. Back to... Victor met up with Chris. It was evening, and they decided to have a night on the town. It had been a while since they had both been on Coruscant. Chris had found a new bar that he wanted to try out, and Victor, not being too picky, decided that that seemed good enough for him. Chris stepped onto the floor, head swaying already. He was green with many tentacles and Kit Fisto race. Chris's tentacles, the many streams of them, raised up in the air, and his loose shirt that was open to show some nice abs drew an instant once over from everyone at the bar. Victor wasn't so easily enticed onto the dance floor. He knew it would make him lose his very carefully cultivated control over the force. He sat back with his drink and watched the dance floor, enjoying the beat, enjoying the emotions, enjoying the views around him, until his eye landed on a twillock and a zabrak in the corner. The twillock was dancing hypnotically, and the zabrak was covered in glitter? Eh, he wasn't quite sure what to make out of that, other than they both seemed to be having an entertaining time. Eventually, Chris met up with the Twi'lek and brought them over, who introduced themselves as Yuri, he, him. Victor smiled along with him and introduced himself, but resisted the call to the dance floor. Yuri smirked and said that was fine with him and started dancing by himself. Victor hadn't had a lot of experience with Twi'lek sexual dances up until this point, but now, watching Yuri, he sat back in his chair and had to almost keep a grip on it as the call to join was intense. Eventually, Victor realized that it wasn't just dancing, but the force calling him, and he asked Yuri to come with him to a hotel, where they could extend their conversation in a more private environment. Yuri quickly agreed, and they made their way over. Hours passed, doing things people do privately or in public in some cases, and eventually they tired themselves out and slept for the rest of the evening. In the morning, Victor was rudely awakened to his comm signal growing off, the emergency council comm. He rose, reluctantly getting up from the bed, looking back at Yuri, and promised himself that he would be right back. There was no problem getting out quickly, as long as he was able to make it back before Yuri woke up. 
However, when he got back and the hotel room was empty, he felt his heart sink. And there is a long bit at the end with Victor traipsing about the galaxy following the red string of fate. Yeah, okay. We have Yuri coming over to the club scene and doing his sexy dance and then waking up alone, awkward, and telling Fidge, we're never talking about this again. Uh, And meeting up with a Victor Nikarov lookalike, the charming negotiator. (laughs) Um, Anyways, yes, it's wonderful. Victor presented Yuri to the council, but Yuri knew, even with Victor's impassioned speech, that that would only count against him. Yurio had already warned him. The council might profess a love and friendship and how things were fine, but they felt differently about love like Victor and Yuri's. They didn't want this kind of romantic attachment for their members, was against their creed, and Yuri tried to resign himself to leaving alone once again. But when Victor emerged from his private council with them, he did not send Yuri away. He gathered Yuri up and promised that they were going to stay together. It didn't matter what the council was going to say. It didn't matter what they decided that was best for Victor. He had found something that he wanted to fight for, and if Yuri was all right with it, he wanted to stay. It didn't matter what the others thought. If their views were irrevocably different on this point, then Victor was going to choose Yuri every time. Victor had never been happier staying here with Yuri and teaching him getting into all kinds of escapades, huddling for warmth after getting caught in a surprise snowstorm, learning to dance, making Yuri balance ridiculous things on his feet while Victor threw things at him. Victor was not going to let Yuri go. That was one thing he was sure of. All of this would have been so much easier for Yurio if Yuri had been easy to hate. Instead, as Yuri beckoned Yurio to dance with him, Yurio felt a smile escape onto his lips despite his best efforts and followed. And then I think it ends with like Yuri and Victor kissing and being happy together. The end. Part 4 Commentary and Bloopers A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, some stuff happened. More stuff. It keeps happening. Weird like that. So the commentary is the last part where I kind of just stuck all my rambly thoughts on the fic and what I remembered of it. Um... And also all the bloopers of all the times I was swearing at my... 
Well, I don't think I actually swore that much at myself. Um, I mostly had Yurio swearing. Um, but I complained a lot about how I remembered nothing. Um, my initial goal was to record this once as kind of a log and, like, to uh, brain dump what I remembered immediately after reading the, uh, 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 transcript. Um, but, and then go back and re-record everything and, like, put it all together in a sensible manner. That didn't happen. Um, and that's why you kind of got what you got. Uh, it was really funny looking back on this because the first file was, like, 20 minutes long. And then you, I saw myself getting shorter and shorter times. Like, the last one was only, of like, three minutes long, which is mostly where there's, like, oh, right, this happened. And then they lived happily ever after the end because that was a whole section of, like, a thousand words that I just kind of, like, condensed into two sentences. Um... The Yurio portion was the part I had the most, it, it's the longest, but it's also the part that I had the most Frankensteining to do to put together into a coherent audio form. Uh, I recorded something along the lines of, like, Victor had fucked off or swanned off, and Yurio looked through the library and discovered he could earn his promotion by killing a Sith at least three different times, and I kind of, like, Frankensteined them all together so I didn't have that repeated three whole times of just like, oh, I thought Yurio already knew this. I thought Yurio was already going to be doing this. Uh, so like, I kept thinking that. Um, and then there's also me. I'm going to totally be chill and not do all the crazy effects for the Otebek section. Me. I'm not going to have time to add music. Let's just skip that part. Me. Let's just delete the repeated lines and not go crazy rearranging stuff and editing it. Also me. But what if I did all those things? Also me. I'm really sorry I can't pronounce Otebek or Despacito. I completely failed. On, I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing them right now. Despacito. Uh, This is not generally how I speak without a script. I deleted so many places in this piece where I was just like, long pause, what are words? And, um, the commentary part that follows this has not been as, has not been edited as, nearly as heavily. Um, and the story, por there's like pieces of the story portion in there where I had some amusing uh, clips where I just uh, rolled a crit fail on saying words. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so you can imagine like how much editing I had to go through in order to get the beginning portions, like up until the commentary, uh, into the state it's you listen to. Um, I can't, I, I, I apparently can't be chill and just let things go, um, like I was initially thinking I was going to do because I was starting to run out of time to actually do the edits, but then yesterday I went completely wild to try and finish everything, and I'm like, oh no, there's particularly the Yurio parts, I just repeated myself so many times and, like, contradicted myself. I think 
I recall Fitch being the one to find... I have, like, one line, which I ended up removing, where I'm like, Oh, Fitch was the one who got Obadak from the evil... From the bad guy, uh, from the household thing. Um, except there was, like, no other portion of, like, my recording where that was actually clear. Uh, so I decided to just keep it with Yurio and Obadak. Uh, and keep it just those two in that section because I couldn't handle more people because I had forgotten all the things. I had so many thoughts after that first transmission about how uh, I just finished reading Network Effect by Martha Wells in the Murderbot Diaries and it's such a good robot book and AI book and so many feel if you have feelings about Star Wars droids, please read Murderbot Diaries. Um, All Systems Red is the first one, and it's so good, and I need more people to scream about it with me. Um, that is completely irrelevant to the rest of this. So, uh, getting back to the rest of it, here comes the commentary and the bloopers from my initial recordings of each transmission. Transmission, transmissions begin. And now they'll start. Okay. Pensive project to day one. Okay, quick thoughts before I get started because uh, I have some ideas for how I want to be editing. So first is intro sequence and then it's a Star Wars star crawl. It mostly had to do with Yurio, but that might be my memory. Um, basically, Yurio going and wanting to be a uh, master um, and graduate uh, or knight, whatever. First scene. So there is the intro star, uh, the intro sequence. Then the other thing, uh, and I want to like burst in with the. Uh, so keeping it kind of casual style, uh, have a burst in with the Star Wars intro music, uh, to do the crawl thing. And then the second idea I have is there is the beautiful, so Obadek is very much a murderbot sec unit. Um, well, not necessarily, but anyways, um, this has like all the, uh, data points. It's all very like, uh, scripted, um. So his last command was be still, be silent. Um, and then he was breaking into the network traffic to gain access. And it's like trying to connect to the internet. Uh, denied. Uh, trying again. Denied. Uh, warning root level access. Uh, will void the warranty. <laughs> and having like a couple of like finger smashes in there. Um, while he's trying to break in and lots of like little clicky things. Um, and then there was a part where Victor met Yuri and Yuri did a sexy dance, but the sexy dance was using the force and they had a very strong force connection. Um, and then there was Chris and uh, delightfully there was a fidget or Pitchet or however you pronounce his name um, as his glittery Zabrak. And then they had Chris there with Yuri, uh, with Victor rather. Um, as a senator, definitely one of those cool tentacly guys, uh, Kit Fisto style, uh, <laughs> which I am so happy we got because that is the dumbest, uh, be most beautiful 
God, Kit Fisto was so hot shirtless. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so uh, has uh, Victor and Chris meeting Gary and, or Yuri and Fitch. Um, and then they have uh, later on in another scene, there is Chris calling for help desperately uh, sending some emergency signals, which eventually uh, and that's one scene. Um, and then there is a scene with it sounded like very similar to how oh uh so there was god so scene victor meeting giri um it's the sexy dance scene they're meeting in the force it's all very oh we're so sexy dancers and then they fall into bed together um and then victor gets the emergency call from the council which he goes to is like i'll be like a couple hours of course, Yuri will be there when I get back. Except, of course, Yuri is not. So then, uh, that is uh, when he gets bad. It's gets back. It's very sad. Um, Yuri is gone. Then there's the scene with Chris being alone. Then there's the scene with Obadek, the AI. Um, then there's the scene with Yuri and Yurio and Victor coming back to Coruscant to try and get Victor. Uh, to try and get Yuri, the untrained, force-sensitive Twi'lek, trained. What else is there? Uh, of course, the council rejects him, and Victor's like, fuck the council, let's go back to wherever you're from, and I will teach you fuck everything. And then there is, uh, and then there's another scene, uh, with Yuri wanting to become so like a reiteration of kind of the crawl sequence um where yuri's like i'm gonna find a fucking sith if it kills me and he responds to chris's call for help he is the only one who responds to chris's cry for help and unfortunately they get their asses kicked yurio's uh tortuga uh heritage is not enough to save them from getting their asses kicked yeah. Uh, and so then they're escaping off into the night and then it ends, I think. I don't really remember. So I might try and do something a little more formal than this, but maybe I will start here. Chris, I'm gonna have to look up what that race is called. His Kit Fisto race. And then I didn't. This will result in a termination of your warranty and or contract. Attempting network connection. Connected. And then music starts playing. Except no, it doesn't because I didn't want to go and add more music. Um, my initial thought was to start playing Despacito here, but that didn't happen. Yeah, okay. We'll see how that goes. This is more or less what I remember, so... Uh, okay, so... Um, this is recording two... Um, of the... Pensive Challenge. God, I don't remember, like, anything... This time. My designation is O4TAB3K. I don't actually know how to spell things, so we're and I'm just going with it.
colloquially known as Obadak. Uh, okay, so part three of the pensive project. I'm my memory is terrible. Um, so, and some were repurposed, memory wiped, to be household of companions, to be household assistants. I forget. To be households assistants. Obeto, Obeko, play despic. Play, be- play Desperado. Most of the ways other Padawans have been promoted in the past without their master's approval, without their mas- without their master's explicit per- explicit per- explicit explicit approval, ha- were during wartime. God, I don't remember, like, anything this time. This is why I've been trying to get into, like, a really good headspace before recording. Um, so then there was also the bit about Victor had fucked off again. And that's all I, like, remember. Something about Chris being happy about his planet being cleared. And then there's a long bit at the end with, uh... Victor, traipsing about the galaxy following the red string of fate. Yeah, uh, okay. Pensive Project Day 4. Amusingly, I recorded the, like, for the most part, the day for each file in the intro. Except for, like, day 1 and day 4, which I'm doing at the last minute right now. Um as I'm doing final edits. Okay. And I really like the, uh, uh, plan goal. Free all droids. Plan, sub goal. Become first droid senator. Um. (laughs) That's mostly what I took from this chapter. I have a terrible memory. Um. But yeah. This is mostly what I remember. I might end up, I think... The goal is going to be, I'm going to do Murderbot Obeko and come up with something a little more coherent with that rather than pasting these all together. I have no idea what I'm going to do, actually. Um, okay. Ah, okay. Um, last part of the project. And guess what? As time has gone on, I've remembered less and less. Okay. Victor had finally found his mysterious man and had dropped Yuria like a hot potato. Like a hot... Bantha? Like a 10-pound Bantha? How big are Bantha? Anyways, and maybe everyone in the Jedi Order was right. Maybe he was too angry. Yurio looks over at Obecto. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Which, you're really lucky I'm just not deciding to call him Obito. Which would be a very interesting crossover that I have mixed feelings about. (laughs) Anyway, looking over at Otbek. 
<laughs> oh, anyways, yes, it's wonderful. I have no memory of any of this. I'm, I don't. Anyways, I think that's about it. And then I think it ends with, like, I've already forgotten, but I think the very last thing was, like, Yurio, fucking Yuri and Victor kissing and being happy together. The end. Yurio. Yuri smirked. Watching Yurio? But now, watching Yuri? But then. Yuri. But then. Both Victor, but then, both Yuri and Yurio turned towards the sound of a lightsaber igniting. And then we have the point of view of Yurio coming, or uh, not Yurio, fucking these two names, why? Um, Yurio, fucking Yuri and Victor. Victor and Yurio, or no, uh, Yurio and Yuri managed to kill the Sith together. And that's it. Well, thank you so much for listening, and thanks for Opal Song for writing this pod together, Podfic. This was a really entertaining um, project to work on. Even if, and you can kind of tell, I'm going off script. I had some of this stuff I'm adding right now scripted out, except not anymore. Um, which is where, which you can probably tell by the way my words suddenly start and sentences suddenly start getting chopped up. Um, but anyways, uh, this was definitely an interesting experiment, um, to participate in. And I hope you enjoyed listening and have a good day, night, evening, time, whatever. Bye! God of Laundry Baskets signing off.